0: If you've been with us since September, you know that we're moving through the story of God. And today we move from people's stories to a place. And as I said last week, we're in the Hall of Famers section of the Old Testament. Hannah, Samuel, David, and today we stand alongside King Solomon and his temple masterpiece. King Solomon, one of the richest kings of the Davidic dynasty, uh, the richest king of that 400-year run, and God allowed Solomon to to build a place of worship for God. God condescends, and Solomon builds, and it's a fantastic, breathtaking project. And maybe you can imagine of a time when you entered a space and it took your breath away. This was that, the King Solomon Temple, four stories high, Egyptian-influenced design, a massive porch with 35 feet high fluted columns with intricate lilies and designs carved into them. Cedar ceilings, cypress wood floors, olive wood doorways, and layers and sheets and sheets of gold everywhere. It's magnificent. And as we've just heard in the reading, the Ark of the Covenant is at the center of that temple. With nothing in it except the two tablets of stone that Moses had placed there. So these nomads, these wandering people, have finally found a resting space for all their worship accoutrements and furnishings. And on this inauguration day, we hear that the glory of the Lord descends, just as it had descended upon Solomon's dad decades earlier. The glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. And Solomon responds with prayer. He says, I have built a house for you, O Lord, an exalted house to dwell in forever. Lord, there's none like you. You keeping promises, you keeping your steadfast love for your people. And Solomon, the wisest of all kings, knows the unboundariedness of God. And he confesses in his prayer, even heaven And the highest heavens cannot contain you, much less this house that I've built. O Lord, hear the prayers of your people. Hear the cries of your people. Hear the pleas of your people. That this space, this place, might be a place where your eyes set upon us. And that your name be centered in this place. O Lord, hear us. Heed us and forgive. And now thousands of years later, we too carry these prayers or offer up these prayers. We, the people of God, in this place, in this season of ministry, we gather and center ourselves in the house of the Lord. And I think we have a pretty amazing place of worship, don't we? I want you to pause and just look up And around you at this place, in the heart of the city, the wooden arches, I don't know how high that is. Does anybody know how high it is to the ceiling fans? 40, 45 feet? So this is, yeah, that's Solomon's temple height. We marvel at this place, don't we? Uh, So many people come into this place and look at the banners hanging from the right and the left and right behind the baptistry, those hands that hold the bread and, and break the bread. What a marvelous place that we have to worship in. And maybe we echo the psalmist and we say, How lovely is your dwelling place, O God? Our hearts, our bodies sing for joy to the living God in this space. O Lord of hosts, happy and blessed are those who trust in you. And so on this Baptism Sunday in this place with this gathered people, with you who are joining us live stream even today, what a joy to be here together. Some of us in this place. Some of us worshipping from afar. But together we gather in this place. Week after week, month after month, year after year, we're praying, we're declaring God's goodness, we're trying to encourage one another as we seek peace and well-being in the city and even to all the nations. These are holy moments that we share On holy ground. And of course, we recognize that the church is not just its building, right? The church is us as a people with our living God. And we know, like Solomon, that God's not bound to this building on Jasper Avenue and 109th Street. But we can really be thankful for this place of worship in which we enjoy the life of ministry and faith, and seeking after God. So I want you to take a breath and cherish the moments that we get to enjoy in this building. And of course, we know those moments involve people, like today. That we are surrounded by voices and people and the presence of one another And so I encourage you, even today, as we think about Solomon's Temple, but also reflect on our place of worship, those holy moments that happen in this place. Maybe it was a child blessing like we had a couple of weeks ago. That was a holy moment. Maybe it was one of our choir concerts from years past where it was holy ground, where we sensed the Spirit was here. Um, Abby and Mira talked about people and places and voices and events that were in this place. The laughter, the tears, the heartache, the hopes, the dreams that happen in this place. And I think even today we can say some of the moments that we're experiencing today are moments that we will hold in our hearts for years to come because of this place, this time, and this people. Are, are, are you, do you have some moments in your imagination? I, I hope you will share those around the lunch table today or the supper table this week. And I would imagine those moments involved other people And so maybe you might reach out to that person this week with a text or a phone call and say, hey, I was reflecting on holy moments in my life, and you were a part of that moment. Thank you for being there. I was thinking this past week to my first Sunday at First Baptist Church as the senior minister, September 7th, 2008. And I remember Christine standing right over there near the lectern. And she's saying, there's a quiet understanding. And one of the verses for that hymn and song goes like this. There's a quiet understanding when we're gathered in the Spirit. It's a promise that he gives us when we gather in his name. There's a love we feel in Jesus' There's a manna that he feeds us. It's a promise that he gives us when we gather in his name. And that moment where Christine was singing that was like a prophecy moment. It was like the Spirit was speaking to me and us as a community of faith in that moment. And... I sensed that Jesus was saying, I will lead you. I will feed you. And that wasn't just me having this individual moment. It was us as a community of faith, knowing that God was with us, knowing that this living Christ would go ahead of us and lead us and feed us. A fantastic together moment in this place. And so we pray that those moments would continue to happen, and we know that they will. And what a joy and what a delight for us to be a people who have a community of faith, who have this lovely dwelling place where we can continue to worship and serve and love and grow. So may our hearts... And may our bodies this day and in the days and weeks and months ahead sing for joy to our living God. And may God's promises, may God's steadfast love continue to pour down upon us as we pour out our lives for one another. And may we continue to create and receive these holy moments In this holy place.